This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by David the... Oh God, he's this crashing is the again. test of the emergency broadcast. The third. Hello, nurse. And Cursey Smurferka. Hola. And Hindu Anthony. Hi, I am here. And a whole bunch of other people. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Hello. There are nine of us here. One, two, three, four, five are guests. Holy shit. Well, and we are recording episode 200. For a this, very good reason, yes. We will break the rule. Feel free to applaud. Yay. And that uh, waveform is going to look fantastic. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and seriously, 200 episodes. That is. I will have to note not to tough. run an anti-clip on the entire thing or I will destroy all those claps. <laughs> uh. Um, so I'm going to go through, I'm going to say who you are and then say a quick thing about yourself. And then I will say the next. So we're going to start with, and I'm going to start with, um, let's start with most recent new guests to let, I'll just read through in the order of the zoom to make it easy. Odin, the all father Abbott. Hello, I'm Odin, host of Odin makes on YouTube. The sly guy, Carlo. Hello, this is the sly guy. Welcome back to the third podcast. And he is on which show? So I'm uh, on Portable Podcast, um, and the Geeks Hideout Radio Online. And Senor Corbell, who has not been in a long time, and we're happy to have him here. Hi, thanks for having me again. I'm literally just a friend of the people that run this show. I get special <laughs> treatment. We're also Shut going up. to call him Matt. <laughs> yeah. That's his other name. IRL name. And um, Horror... Streaming way too calm to be a horror streamer. Ventex. <laughs> hey there, Ventex here. <laughs> and the one ruler of the Mushroom Kingdom. Ba- Bowser. Brent Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Yes. To me. No, my no, no, soul, no, no. My soulmate. That's he has who a he normal is. voice now, remember? That, that would be <laughs> Wa Brent Bowser. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Brent, uh, Bre- quick heads up on this. Um, Chris Pratt's actually going to voice my part oh my of this episode. Oh. So. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Mario. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Don't good. ask that's about my good. church. I'm going to 
a win. <laughs> and as our 200th episode, we may have more guests show up. Um, the interdimensional portal does tend to do random things at times. Who knows? But founding member of the podcast and um, original host, Special Mikey, has recorded something for us. I hope this works. <laughs> Worked in test. All right. Playing now. Just want to say having a good time oh, jumping through the interdimensional portal to see a bunch of different new universes and uh well it would help if i started it from the beginning helps if you so you're gonna cut this out right all right the starting no i never do that that oh, god damn it Ryan. Work. starting now hey everybody at nerd podcast radio and listening along at home special mikey here just want to say having a good time jumping through the interdimensional portal to see a bunch of different new universes and uh, got a letter in the interdimensional mail the other day saying we're doing episode 200. So proud we got there, guys. It's a very good milestone. Wish I could be there with you guys in person, but adventure calls. And speaking of milestones, I gotta say, it's been a good milestone for all of us to, to be here at this, and I'm proud. And I'm sure you guys have been doing really good with all the clones I've been setting up in the vats for you. Guarantee they haven't. None of them have messed up at all. As long as you guys can clean out that last filter right there at the end of the segment for the vats. But, I mean, if you haven't been, then I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're okay. No, you guys would. You know, Brian's really studious about that. And uh, David, Theobald III, I'm awesome that you're still that you're still around with us because I think you're one of the funniest guys I know. And Hindu Anthony, I know that you have had so much going on in this world, and I'm glad I can still call you one of my brothers. Cursey Smurf, I hope you haven't changed one bit. And Super Vegan Brian, I'm glad that you're in my life and that the podcast has been in my life, even though I've been traveling through the interdimensional portal so much. But adventure calls back, and maybe I'll be able to report into you guys a little bit more often. As always, I am Special Mikey. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay... Aww. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and stay what? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was that was wonderful. Well, I I think we no what what what's appropriate is we lost the interdimensional signal from the interdimensional portal that we actually have. Mm. Right. Uh, speaking of that filter he mentions, yeah, I've never. Oh, I I've never changed it either. Uh oh. You have to change filters. I don't do manual labor. So don't look at me. <laughs> There's a filter? So, we need to have a talk later. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are here with an actual topic. We're going to be talking about um, milestones in pop culture, otherwise known as pop cultural milestones. Um, but first... <laughs> but first, we're going to play everyone's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where everybody talks about the nerdiest thing they've done in the last two weeks, and we vote using the patented Mike Myler widget system. So, question though, Brian, as you know how tradition states, uh, we have so many. Who do we make go first? Well, there is an order in the outline. <laughs> ah, you've taken so, care of this already, I see. Yeah. So, Anna's not here, so we're going to skip that part of it. And our first guest to do What's Nerdy With You in episode 200 is Vincent Holiday himself, Brent Bowser. Hiya. Oh. Uh <clears throat> So uh, what's nerdy with me, and in case we don't have time for plugs at the end, the nerdiest thing for me is that you can get my first uh, official Paizo published bounty, Bounty 15 Treasure Off the Coast, is available at Paizo.com. Hey, wow. good shit. Wow. I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. For our listeners who don't know, what is that? Uh, so Paizo is a company that makes path uh, and 
<laughs> I thought uh, you were just gonna. Stop. I was. I was just gonna. Like, <laughs> I was just stop right there. <laughs> right. And he's just like Paizo, and he just ends. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Paizo, uh, makes Pathfinder Pathfinder two, uh, products. My bounty is a hour long adventure for level one characters that can be played uh, in organized play or on your own. Uh, and it is for Pathfinder second edition. That's fantastic. Um. I remember when it launched, and there was a lot of love on the Paizo forum. Uh, yeah, I've I've been surprised. I uh, uh, I have an actual five star review of it from someone I don't know in England, which uh, damn to me means a lot because like I don't know my own personal insecurities when my friends are like I love it. I'm like, ah, oh, but you're my friends. You like, but someone completely I have no idea who this is. Uh, ran it four times and said his players have enjoyed it he's not tired of, of running it so uh, complete oh, strangers cool. who don't know me think Brent, i would always tell you if i didn't love it you know that okay well yeah erica would tell me <laughs> <laughs> um our next guest to be sharing the nerdy thing they've done the last weeks is uh is also known as a gerbil uh, that's not nice well it's been oh, brought up on the podcast before and i'm supposed to be referencing things we've said <laughs> Not nice. He doesn't like it. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. He's a gerbil? Oh, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's mean. (laughs) Very interested. Go on. Right. Oh, no, it was the mnemonic that I used to help people with my last name because nobody can pronounce it correctly. But uh, so what's nerdy with me? I don't have anything nearly as impressive as that. Um, I have plugs, but I will save those for the end. I guess the nerdiest thing that I did is uh, the other day, I finally got around to setting up a PS3 emulator on my computer because my old PS3 uh, is on the verge of conking out on me. So I wanted to see if I could uh, actually get it up and running because I know emulation software has been a little lagging on that generation, but I've been up uh, up and running on some, I don't know if it's not quite nerdy, NCAA football on my computer so that's been a fun trip trying to troubleshoot that nice i think emulators are nerdy i don't know about football well i like i said it balances out (laughs) (laughs) um our next guest to share will be the sly guy hey hi guys so nerdiest thing i've done uh for the past week we had our secret santa um exchange gift um just yesterday but leading to that um what I wanted to do was to try to get my secret Santa to reveal themselves before the Christmas party. So what I did was in my uh, wish list, I uh, entered Magic the Gathering cards. So um, <laughs> what I uh, did is I put a link to uh, mtgmint.com and says, order for lightning bolts, M- Masters 25. It had instructions in it. And um, what was funny is uh, there was someone in the chat group who was losing her mind saying, how do I get this? How do I, isn't there another option? But like, I have a feeling this is the person who got, who uh, drew me. So, um, but I wasn't too sure. Then um, come Monday, I get this 
Viber message or this uh, text message saying, hey, how do I buy this stuff? I don't know anything about magic cards. And then I go, okay, it's no problem. Send me the money and I'll buy them for you. So she just sent me the money. But I finally got her to reveal herself before the Secret Santa. And uh, yeah, uh, anyway, it was... Uh, what you really just, did is you got the uh, cash. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did, and then yeah, she says, "I give up. I'll buy them yourself." And then okay, I just bought the cards myself and just showed it off uh, during a party. But um, it was funny because uh, she was like, um, just uh, complaining the whole time in chat. And well, it was, yeah, and then yeah, finally she just revealed herself, and then there you go. I finally knew who drew me for Secret Santa before the party. Well, now the real question is: is what cards were you asking for? Oh, uh, just four lightning bolts. Oh, they, they, you could have done better for Secret Santa than that. Ask, see if somebody will buy you a Gaia's Cradle or something. <laughs> for those Gaia's who don't know, cradle? Gaia's oh, yeah, Cradle is like $1,200. They're like, yeah, $1,200 for a guy's. And they used to be, um, way back then, when Urza Saga was released, they were really, really cheap. I think they were like five bucks each. Or, yeah. Uh, that's, 10, that's how it goes. Each when you'd, Five or twenty bucks. Yeah, but uh, well, that's that's all in the past. <laughs> all right, that's it for me. Well, um, let's see who to have go next. Uh, let's go, Ventex. What have you been doing? What's nerdy with you lately? So, other than the YouTube videos, which I'm now able to do a lot more because I got eleven days off of work. But other than that, I've been doing a lot of writing and reading, planning another channel based off of reading and writing, and a lot of research into voodoo specifically. So it's been very interesting and enlightening to learn about some of the stuff uh, that's actually true about voodoo, as opposed to kind of how Hollywood and other aspects of society kind of demonizes it. So it's pretty interesting. Is there any more information you can share? Because that's really compelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just on voodoo or on... On the, on the whole entire concept behind this <laughs> this channel you're planning. <laughs> so if that's uh, it, that's fine. But I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. So I, no, th so the, the voodoo aspect is for my writing. Um, okay. Because I'm going to try to implement some aspects of voodoo and exorcisms into the writing because I like to write horror as well. But for the channel I'm planning, it's I'm looking at the name and I'm considering it, I'm thinking about it, but the reading gentleman. And I'm thinking about doing a little setup with a bookcase, maybe a like wear nicer clothes because I got I wear suits and ties all the time to work and then have like a glass of whiskey and then do read-alongs or book reviews and then talk about my own writing and tips and stuff like that so i think it'd be interesting oh that's fantastic hey brand it sounds like you should add him to the writer's discord we're part of a writer's discord if you're interested in joining definitely i'd love Fancy. writing and talking about writing i can't get enough of it and reading as well cool odin what about you what was nerdy with you he's gonna win he's muted <laughs> he always wins you are muted <laughs> Womp, womp. Oh, there was a train going by behind me, so I muted it and <laughs> forgot that. Train! Yes, uh, maybe two, three hundred yards behind the wall behind me is one of the main train lines that runs through the state. So I got a lot. I got a lot of freight trains. It is the unofficial other character. <laughs> it is yes. I, I used to set up a, a camera we could cut to during my live streams to show the train was going by, and that was fun until was. new people started showing up and no one understood why there was this train cam and it became annoying <laughs> to describe it. So, oops, I haven't said. 
it up in months. Uh, it was fun. Um, it was fun while it lasted. It was fun while it lasted, definitely. Uh, what's nerdy with me? Probably, probably the single nerdiest thing I've done in in these past two weeks is agree to be part of a podcast with like nine other nerds celebrating their two hundredth episode. That is oh, really wow. nerdy. That's or, crazy. or is that not? You know, if I see that, someone else's thunder, nuts. It, you know, I wrote our podcast in the outline, but you could be trying to throw us for a loop, and you did this with a different. <laughs> like, wow, what are the chances of two podcasts doing two different podcasts doing this? Um, yeah, uh, let's see, uh, something that isn't like what everyone else is doing as well. Um, uh, I have been talking with uh, uh, my friend Joe Gillis. With uh, he's got a show called Beyond Geek. And not only did I share codes to all of my Discord members to be able to see the first uh, season that we both worked on, I did. I was a video shooter, I was an editor, I built the super suit that was in one of the episodes. But we are gearing up to start up our own Beyond Geek podcast that will be on multiple um, platforms, including on my own YouTube channel. So Ooh. that's going to be starting up probably in January. Sweet. Yay. That's yeah. Cool. That's very awesome. More content. Is that going to be video or audio content? Uh, specifically, it'll be audio content, but there will be some video content content available um we're planning on having some video content at least for the patrons we we have uh something specific to do with with my patron and my discord group um so hopefully that'll work and then um yeah oh i can't wait all right it's gonna be fun that's actually really cool you've been talking about beyond geek since your first time on the show uh, it was a project that I helped with back in what, I think that started in 2013. And it was the first nationally syndicated uh, television program that I worked on that I, I got as editor and everything else. And But it was this passion project paid for out of the pocket of Joe Gillis. So it's just this, it's a great show. It's a crazy show. It's, you know, about people that uh, take their geeks to extremes you know it's it's a uh, 500 person larp uh, battles uh you got the 24-hour lemons race where you basically have cosplayers cosplaying junker cars then have to drive them like the le mans for 24 hours and yeah on and on and on there's a guy here locally that's trying to set up uh, a space station or using uh lighter than aircraft to get there so awesome damn that's yeah buck wild Oh, all those all those people are, are are talked about in the episode and what's what's fun with the show hey we just plug beyond geek uh, what's fun of the show is we don't just uh, talk to the guys about it. We then go in and do it with them, right? So it's not like this exploitive awesome. thing. We want to go in and share it and play and have fun. So the, the LARPing battle is great because we had five cameramen and all of us had to be in costume in the battle and it was okay if the cameras got hit. So we got some really good shots of the battle <laughs> happening. Nice. Can yeah. you still watch the original Beyond Geek on Amazon? Yes, uh, it's not for free at the moment. I think you actually have to purchase the episodes or purchase the season. It's only six episodes, but yeah, it's all on Amazon. And of course, David and Erica, I think both got codes. From, uh, yes, I yes, I did. Yes. yes. Oh, good. Yes. It's on my list. So, and we um, are on to hosts. Oh, man. David, what was nerdy I have to go you? first? Damn. All right. Well, for all the WoW geeks out there, um, my guild and I, we finally downed uh, Heroic Sylvanas. I got my ahead of the curve, uh, my ahead of the curve feet of strength. Yay! It only took like eighty nine wipes. <laughs> Dude, David, my wife, she um, she sells carries now for one of the like carry groups. Oh, so wow. she's like, so she's like, I think she already did mythic already. I think she paid for a carry. Dude, she's so fucking loaded with insane. Wow, I wish I would have known that. Sad face. Do you do you need a carry that'll give you a discount? Because I'm no, sure I not anymore. I got it myself. What about? <laughs> well, how about for mythic? <laughs> 
Uh, that was basically my nerdy thing. I've been trying for months now to get titled and finally got it. Finally got our kill. We what, so, uh, yay, I'm video so, games. I'm so oh, going to add right. on to Anthony's nerdy thing that he tried to plug to plug, <laughs> to plug his oh, no. wife's nerdy service. No, it gets cooler. <laughs> David, you'll love this. She's been doing carries with uh, with for some of the members with a complexity limit. Okay. That that's one of the guilds that they got the they got the North America like okay. uh, mythic first. Cool. Heroic Sylvanas. That's an accomplishment. Well, I'm, a, I'm a very casual player, so yeah, that was quite an accomplishment. Congratulations. Thank you. So yeah, that was my nerdy last couple of weeks. And we are on to Erica. So um my nerdy thing, um uh, I blame Vintex for this. I started playing Skyrim and now I'm like level 57. Um, it's completely his fault. <laughs> Too good of a game. Too dang good. <laughs> um, but no, that's not that's not actually my nerdy thing. That's a thing I've been doing a lot. Um, today was really fun. Uh Amelia got really excited. She found the Animaniacs movie from like the 90s, like Wacko's Wish or something like that. And she was like, Mom, you have to come watch this. And I'm like, I've seen it. I'm like <laughs> 20 years ahead of you. And she's like, no, you have to come watch it. So I sat down and I watched it with her. And um, she through the whole thing, she was talking about like this anime that she was watching with her friends. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. Um, and I was like, you know what I watched when I was your age? And she was like, what? I was like, Robotech. And she's like, what's that? <laughs> and I was like, well, I just happen to have the entire series on DVD. Why don't we watch it? So we started watching Robotech together and she loved it. <laughs> she was nice. like, this is so awesome. So I think we're on like episode four or something now. And she immediately started telling her friend about it. She's like, we've got to watch this. So then her friend like looked it up on YouTube and apparently all the episodes are on the full episodes are on YouTube. So now her and her friends are like watching it in tandem and like talking about it i was like win that's really cool <laughs> robotech is, is really a really cool, cool thing too. look at that weebage look at that weebage <laughs> Was, wasn't there a fathom event recently or, or something with uh with a new robotech movie mm-hmm. or or, or yeah. something okay yeah there was there was so cool but it was very exciting I get uh, I get to re-watch Robotech and I get to watch it with her. So I'm very excited about it. So Brian, what was nerdy with you? All right. I'm so our patrons have video and everyone on kit. So I'm gonna show something to everyone and then I'll describe it. So Heather and I together, we got a new tree topper for our Christmas tree. Okay. And and, and, and the pregnant pause. And there it is. <laughs> what? Oh wow! That? That? Nice. Yeah. It, what? Uh, what? It's like an elf for gnome on the top. It it is a gnome. It like a and it so yeah, it looked like a bird. To <laughs> describe bird. it to the people who are only listening to audio, it is like a. It's like almost two feet tall on top of a four foot tall tree. And it's a, it's all beard with a nose and a hat and arms. Oh, and, okay, I see it now. You know what it kind of looks okay. like? It kind of looks like that old man from the labyrinth with the bird on his head. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I don't know what that thing sticking up by the head is. I'm gonna have to look up at the wall because it it really only has a point up there, and I'm not right. entirely sure what that is. That 100 like percent looks like a bird. Leaning over, and it, th- from this <laughs> angle, it looks like a crane. <laughs> Yeah, it, I, I it's think, like, yeah, I think the tip is leaning over. I think that's what's yeah. going on. I think it's really like see a your your, your tree has an erection problem. It's oh, not. Yeah. 
the 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 tips not uh not wanting to cooperate. I have sorting we have vibes. inadvertently created some collections because now we have we have a fairy house on our tree in the front yard. We have a gnome coming out of a door in the tree, and we have this guy. And there are more gnomes coming, so it. It has become this thing that we're both doing. So yeah, um, nerdy couple thing. And I think this might be our first really nerdy couple thing. Is you're letting your house be taken over by gnomes. I yeah, see pretty I see much. Right. You know, once, once you get them in there, you can never really get rid of them. So yeah, the um, and then um, this isn't my nerdy thing, but I am going to brag. I saw Spider-Man far from, I, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home today. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Oh, no spoilers. Man. I want to see it tomorrow. I'm going to see it tomorrow. I gave Erica a fake spoiler earlier, but I, I won't even do that. fucking dare. Everybody just has a nice time and nothing happens. That's a very bold cinematic choice, but I think kick, it works kick for him. Kick him out. He's smart. Right, let me share my screen. Oh, yeah, What a very wholesome old school movie, yeah. Yeah, let me do that as soon as I figure out where my mouse is. <laughs> Sometimes many monitors can be a problem. It's a burden. You can share now. Seriously, what yours looks like. The old man. Oh. <laughs> yep. Seriously. It does. What it looks it like. Does. Yeah. It does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first the first thing that I thought when you said that it was a four-foot tree with another two feet on top, I'm like, oh, he made his tree Vegeta. <laughs> wrong color scheme but same concept <laughs> oh my god i will date myself here i have never watched that I've i mean never that's watched not really being dated any you know, versions of dragon ball because not even the abridged oh the abridged is the best one but oh, the abridged is amazing but no because the original dragon ball came out in like 88 i think so i don't know what that does about aging I, I, I think come the from reason the why is because it came out after I wasn't interested in anymore. Eh, you can always go back to it. That's the best part. Maybe there's always a, there's always an inner twelve year old that's like, yeah, this is awesome. Maybe someday. I mean, I like I like the I know that Dragon Ball is kind of a parody, but I do like One Punch Man, which is a straight up parody of oh, all high power yeah. animes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thank I mean, Brent for turning me on to that. He was like, Erica, you have to watch this. <laughs> so now the real time consuming part of the podcast. <laughs> do I not get one? going to vote uh, for you who never, had uh, the... you, you forgot you left Anthony out. Oh, did I? Yeah. Yeah, he oh. put plugging Leslie's service. That's what he put. And then he skipped Anthony. And I skipped Anthony because I wrote something in his thing. So yeah, Anthony, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Man, absolutely get wrecked. Low blow. Anthony has to wait until his children stop screaming. Okay, there we go. So the thing I did. Um, so I got some new computer stuff. So I've, I've been slowly upgrading my computer. So the nerdy thing I did was disassembling my computer and then rebuilding my computer, but with new stuff this time. Now and I will I, tell. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say how much dust came out of it. More uh, than no, not, you should say. Not a lot of dust, actually, because the case was kind of new. Um, and I know Brian will probably ask, so what did what what did I replace? So I was going to, too. There's, there's a new Filter. motherboard. And ROG Strix X570E Gaming. Uh, Micro Center is selling it open box. So it was like, Ooh, it was nice. like a $300 motherboard. Way under, like, way under. Um, and then what else was in there? Oh, a new uh, CPU. I got the got the AMD 75800X. 
I had to I had to put the the liquid cooler back on that so I could do some like awesome overclocking. So that thing normally runs at three point eight gigahertz, but I was able to get it up to four point seven gigahertz, which Holy I think is crap. its yeah, that's its max. That's that's the max that it goes. You at. do know that running it that hot is going to burn it out. It's a hell not that. It's, that's it why is, there's the that's why there's the water cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's why it's liquid cooled. Um, and then oh, this was the best part. So I go there and I was going to get some new RAM and I was expecting to get like a probably like a trident z royal but then the guy was like hey how about this and he showed me the the flash cell that they were having at the moment two sticks of 16 gigs uh eight gigs two sticks of crucial ballistics max 4000 ram so these ram are normally like 250 they were selling for like 70 wow yeah (laughs) the ballistics series has always been oh, they're very so good. good they're yeah. so good they're Damn, so I need good to drive, i need to drive the tustin little micro center <laughs> yeah you do yeah you do you and i one of these days maybe in january we'll we'll, we'll wait in line for gpus together <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to i rely on matt for that i say matt what do i need and he goes you need this thing and i go great here's the money buy that thing for me <laughs> i mean yeah that's actually a couple of times that's happened in the last you know like month well, a lot of a lot of places that sell GPUs are good, are to the point now where they won't sell them online because they have yeah you can't you can't restrict them yeah. to, for gamers of one per household. They're tired of all the damn uh, uh, bots, uh, bot, crypto miners, crypto miners. Yeah, honestly, if stocks. you wanna if you want a good system, your your best bet really is just not doing DIY right now and just buying a pre built. I know, which isn't great, but very that's the seriously best. concerned. It hurts my soul to I know, hear that, but I know I it's hate right. It, but it's, I know it's right. It's, it's the I only did. way to get a, a, a GPU for a decent price. Unless you I did. Pay I amounts. did price checking, and it 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 was so much more expensive to build. I mean, the the rules have really changed. Right. It used to be the other way, and that's all because of the fucking graphics card issue. Like yep. that's it. Like that that's ruining everything. Like things that things that like the MSRP should have been five hundred and now like fifteen hundred. If if you can even find them. <laughs> I bought Amelia, and she's upstairs, so she can't hear this. A ps4 for christmas because i couldn't find a ps5 and i paid like 650 for it because you couldn't find them anywhere damn yeah i it broke my heart to do it but i knew i've got got one that's not even currently plugged in (laughs) there was one more thing i forgot sent it to me david (laughs) you were looking for one there's one more thing i forgot to add there's also the power supply i got i got a new ROG, lots of ASUS going on in here. Um, digital, fully modular power supply. I didn't realize this when I bought it, but it's platinum. <laughs> yeah, good way to go. Nice. It's good because uh, I had it a power supply bur- uh, burn up on me, so you Ooh. don't want to. Def- nothing, nothing got broken, but still, you don't want that That's to happen. Good. Oh my god, yeah. Well, I mean, once so, you let out the once you let out the blue smoke, it'll never work. Yeah, again. the magic blue smoke. It just it went away, and now it's not yeah, working anymore. No, it'll never work again. I have to say because I work in IT. If anybody actually burns popcorn, I immediately go power supply. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so now we're on. To now voting. we can vote. Wow, you know it's our two hundredth milestone episode, and I forgot Anthony again. That kind of works. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so what we're gonna do? We're going to start in reverse order, Brian. You vote first. Are we uh, going to explain on the Mike Myler's patent? Oh, you to our, fucking to our suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the way this works is we each have Mike Myler created what we call the time suck, 
which is a voting system to figure out who wins this game, which is specifically designed if we have this many people here to take forever. So we're not going to rush. We're actually just going to enjoy this game. Uh, so everyone has 10 widgets because there are nine oh, participants. God. 10? Oh, boy. 10. Oh, yeah. Which and means the, that we're going to overload the widget processor when we send the widgets. And Eric is right, Brian. You go first this time. Oh, yeah. So, okay, I go first. Um, 200th episode. How does this work? Uh, well, I'm going to give myself three. I'm going to start off with the horrible thing because I'm really proud of our our giant gnome on top of our four foot tall tree. I, I was amazed that Heather was on board with this idea and, and, oh yeah, she just screamed through the wall. It was my idea. I actually heard that. <laughs> I did, I heard it too. So that's a 10th person on the podcast now? Yes. Technically. I, honestly, what's funny is I was going to share what I got her for Christmas for my nerdy thing, and I'm really glad I didn't do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Walls are a little thinner than you thought they were. <laughs> so um, I have seven left. So... I'm really happy about the Beyond Geek podcast, so I'm going to give Odin two. Um, that leaves me with five more. Heroic Sylvanas is awesome, so one. Um, Robotech, three. And Ventex gets one for researching voodoo, which I want to hear all about at some point. I know. So, You're going to have to break it down for us. It's, it's very so exciting. <laughs> so, um, and that is on to Erica. You have ten. Uh, all right. So... My heart is in writing. Um, I'm sure anybody that uh, on here knows that. So I'm going to give three to Brent. I'm going to give three to Vintex. And I'm going to give three to Odin because they all are doing writing stuff. And there's nothing more amazing than being creative. I love it. Um, and that leaves me with one more. And I am going to give that to Carla for being clever enough to get the money instead of the gift. <laughs> and buying lightning bolts. <laughs> yes. Buying lightning bolts. All right. So it. that's going to pass that off to you, Anthony. Anthony Bueller. has to wait for the children mm -hmm. to stop screaming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, you get 10 of, the, 10 of the cheeky buggers. They will stop screaming. I do not have 10 children, okay? <laughs> No, no, I want to make that very clear. I want to make that very clear. Yes. I want to make that very clear. You have to keep the widgets away from your children, though, because then you will have 10. Say, it's like a gremlin situation. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't keep shit away from kids, Brian. Let me explain that to you, okay? It's true. It Erica knows. Again. Can't keep nothing away from them. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll probably give, uh, let's see, two to Odin because he's always doing a lot of crazy stuff. That was so cool with him. Okay. Uh, two to David because David, that's that's dope. Good job. Good job, man. Even though I don't play WoW anymore, good job. And then I feel like playing Skyrim is like when I was playing WoW. I'm just like sucked into it, like my soul, and it's it's horrible and wonderful at the same time. Oh, you don't have to worry about anybody else. You don't have to be yeah, on anybody else's schedule. That's good. That you're is the only, true. You're the only one playing Skyrim. That is <laughs> true. I, I don't have to put a raiding party together. I'll give you that. Good point, good point. And then I think I have enough to give everybody else. Yay! There we go. Brian hates you. He's also That's muted. okay. I, Brian, that's okay. you're on mute. He's also muted. 
Somebody move on to the next person while I add all of these. I'm keeping track too, by the way, to help out. Oh, oh that's man. cool. David. I am not. Yes. Oh, we yes, can, it's me. We can see if we match. Uh-huh. Uh, I am going to give two to Brent, two to Carlo, two to Matt, two to Ventex, and two to Odin. Very diplomatic of you. This show, is, right. nothing, this show is nothing without our guests most of the time. I agree. So we got... Then it's just Brent. us arguing about stuff. Exactly. <laughs> Carlo... Welcome to the Nerd Podcast Argue. And tonight we're going to... Go <laughs> to the other one, Ventex. Brent are you here, Carlo. Are, are you here for the five-minute argument or the full half hour? David, help me out here. Vent, Brent, Carlo... Ventex. Everybody but us gets two. Every, oh, not that hard. Yes. Come on, man. Enough. All right. Jesus. <laughs> All right, Odin, your yes? 10 widgets, sir. My 10 widgets. Uh, there's actually some really cool things going on. Um, okay, so I have to give a widget for Robotech, just on principle. Uh, I've, agreed, I've looked agreed. at doing uh, Scott Bernard's uh, uh, Moto Slave a few times. Although Moto Slave, I guess, is not. That's a uh, bubblegum crisis. But anyway, um, so yeah, I have one, one for Robotech. Uh, I'll go ahead and give one for uh, dealing with uh, Sylvanas because I know hey. that that, is, that, that, isn't, that isn't exactly trivial. <laughs> Definitely going to give one for setting up a sting operation for one of your viewers for getting a magic card. <laughs> that's, that's more <laughs> than I would think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to give two to, to Ventex for, doing a, for researching on Voodoo and actually looking up what Voodoo really is and how it really works and that it isn't all the crazy, stupid Ed Wood, uh, Hollywood stuff. Um, I'm not going to try and pretend like I'm a voodoo advocate and I'm protecting it, but but I, I get it. I think it's really cool you're looking it up and actually looking at what it is that's going on with it. Uh, that's very, very cool, honestly. Uh, so that's, that's half of them, right? Uh, I would really, really, I, I'm still super, super impressed with with uh, what they did that was nerdy the last time I was on this show. So I really want to give a widget to Anna for using Microsoft Flight Simulator to fly all the way to the Middle East to do a con <laughs> virtually. Oh, God, <laughs> I remember that. That, that yeah. was amazing. <laughs> I was yeah. wondering if anyone was going to give Anna a widget. I was waiting to, I but I was waiting for the end. Anna all of my widgets so she can win like she normally does, even though she's not <laughs> I was going to have Mikey give Anna all of his widgets, so. <laughs> and then Listeners, if this is... makes no sense to you, Anna is on the list of guests, but she, she said she, she, she always wins it, whenever she's, she's on here, so. <laughs> she's just low-key awesome. Is there she more? Just, she's real chill count. about it. <laughs> Is that all yes, I have, no, I should have four left. That should only ah. be six so far. So the uh, the last four are all going to go to the same person. That's going to go to Brent because I think it's really freaking cool and really freaking awesome. You got something published from Paizo. So congratulations. That's that is awesome. This is a lot more fun with nine people. <laughs> <laughs> so we just have to get nine guests every episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ventex, you're up. Ten widgets. Okay, well, now that I know that there's Anna as well, I'll just give one to everybody. <laughs> just to make it easy. It's easy on you, so you don't have to record two here, three here, just one across the board. Creased all those numbers. Everybody's doing something nerdy, and that's cool. How all right, who's next, Erica? Because I'm, I'm, I'm adding to everything. Carlo, right your now. 10 widgets. 10 widgets. Okay. Uh -oh. See how many are they? Oh no, like Carlo, you're breaking up equally. Um, but I was really impressed. Hold on, let me oh, see no, if I can again. triangulate. Can you guys the, hear me? Uh, you're breaking yeah. up. 
Can you hear oh, me? I okay. see Again, what's going on. We have a disturbance. There's a disturbance going on. Somebody is entering through the extra-dimensional portal right now. Who could it be? Oh, <laughs> I don't know who it could be. I mean, that's really weird. <laughs> Special Mikey has entered through the folk hey. dimensions. Hello. <laughs> I didn't even, it's been so long, I didn't even recognize you, homie. I am not adding Mikey onto this list. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> So, uh, Mikey, you get 10 widgets. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, now uh, Mikey's get, here, we all get 11 widgets. <laughs> the, the, well, correct, the correct answer is Anna, and you should know this. All right, we will go back to Sly. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm distributing the 10 widgets um, equally. Not sure if it's two each or one each, but um, um, it, yeah, but I'm just kind of impressed one with Anna. want to give one to With Anna. that flight simulator. One each. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we'll do... Uh, uh, yeah, let's do uh, one each. Give some to distribute everything equally. But just to say, I'm impressed with using a flight simulator to fly to a virtual con. That was pretty uh, impressive. Yeah. And if she flew in a Veritz fighter to that con, then I'd give oh, wow. all 10 points to her. <laughs> I... Oh, God. Does anybody remember what kind of plane it is? It was... She, uh, uh, wasn't it remember. just like a small single? Yeah, it was a uh, single, single engine. engine. I think it was like Cessna a like or, a Cessna or something. Or something. Yeah. Well, I know yeah. her favorite plane is a bomber, and she's it, flown I the bomber. I don't think it was that one. I don't. Oh, remember. I can appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, oh, an AC one thirty. Wow, that would be need to fly to a con with a AC one thirty gun. Seems a big, yeah, big, a little bit was, I think it was a, like like a, a like a passenger like a single passenger type thing yeah. for for the con yeah. but i do know that she had she had a pinup on the side of it mm, oh nice. i love it all right all right so, so matt in a b17 flying fortress okay uh widgets right yeah that's what we're doing yes. <laughs> right. um i think to start off um i'm gonna go ahead and give three to Ventex, because who wouldn't want to wear a suit, drink whiskey, and read to people? I mean, that sounds awesome. Also, if I may, um, a suggestion for the name, um, feel free to take it however you want. Uh, I think it, the channel should be called A Gentleman and a Scholar. That's great. Appreciate yeah. that. So, <laughs> Holy just, crap, that's good. Yeah, so like, <laughs> wow. just anyway, I was it was percolating while I was thinking about it. Um, go ahead and give uh, two to Brent, because again, being published in an official capacity by Paizo and having some guy from England give you a five-star rating to really make sure that you know it's good is a fantastic achievement. Um, we'll go ahead and give Sly two, just because I am a sucker for anything related to magic. Um, just as long as you're not building burn, then we might have a problem. Uh, <laughs> uh, Erica, you'll go ahead and get two, um, <laughs> just because being able to share with Amelia your interests and passions and allowing her to, um, you know, grow up along with that is, is very cool being able to continue your traditions. And then Anthony, uh, I'll throw one your way. Um, just because I feel bad because you're in last place. <laughs> Yay! <Pity laughs> you got a pity widget. And and you know Matt get Matt gets some bonus kudo credit for putting himself in last place to not. And we have all know we all place. know that the pity widget is worth twice as much as a regular widget. Right, anyways. exactly. <laughs> you tied with Anna so far, so <laughs> you're winning. All right, and all right, we are Brent. on to Brent. 
Hey, you're um, recording things. I'm introducing who's doing it. Okay. That's how it's going. Okay. All right. Mom, Brent. dad, please stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> oh, man. You mean Matt's in last place? No, uh, he's tied with Anna. I was going to say, no. Okay. It's all good. I'm actually well, going for not getting any specific points this, this time. This is the first funny. time in a long time that it can't swing in any direction. I mean, but there's a few people who are in the running, but not everyone can win. <laughs> Unless Brent okay. throws all of his widgets to one person. Well, if it's funny all of you mentioned that, on... Erica, because I was going, speaking of, of being a kingmaker, uh, I figure the most appropriate act right now to do for someone named Gerbil is to come from behind and give all 10 widgets <laughs> to Matt. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love it. Well, I appreciate it. I'm embarrassed to say that that joke did not land right away for me. <laughs> but it did land. I especially appreciate that he's emulating uh, NCAA games so that the company gets paid as much as the athletes got paid for. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> So that's so one of the reasons a, why I did it. I'm going to throw a giant monkey wrench in this game. I know Mike um, didn't get to share, but um, I am going to give him 10 wins. Oh, that right, can, right, that, exactly. That he, can, he can distribute. That's that, that's very kind of you, Brian. Being being that you have no clue what people's nerdy thing is, it's kind of mean. <laughs> unless, he's looking but at completely blind. unless he's looking at the outline. Context clues as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, Brian gets them all. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, the numbers may say one thing, but unfortunately we do have a rule here. We must follow traditions at all times and Anna wins because uh, Anna always wins. <laughs> I I'm going to, you know, because I threw the monkey wrench in, I'm going to give my win to Ventex and Brent because they were the true winners yes. with their tie. Um but I do appreciate the sucking up, Mike. I really do. It's quite awesome. Um, well, sucking what's sucking up? up? I'm just sure it was something it cool. Say what? <laughs> I, I said sucking that. up. That's what we call it now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Mikey's. Hey, you got a little right there. Mikey's right there, actually right. taller than me, so it would be more like down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Gotta make it quick. I got bad knees. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, we'll get you a pillow. <laughs> Just like lie on the back of the bed and drape your head over. <laughs> so the winners are the winner is Anna. Yay. So Anna will be hey. She's just gonna get a bunch of widgets, widgets randomly suddenly. Oh god. Because it's our 200 driving episode. or something. Just <laughs> I mean, you know she's gonna show up and she's gonna be like, I had a podcast with with um um Ed Greenwood, the creator of Forgotten Realms, which I actually think she did do this week. Yeah. Oh think... <laughs> That's not far fetched for her. <laughs> I was on the phone with her and she was like, I have to go because I'm doing a stream with Ed Greenwood. So was that before or after lunch with the Queen? I I, I don't think she does that anymore. Oh, I think okay. that was her old job back in the day. Uh... Her new thing is she has brunch with Gary Gygax's ghost. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> and for those of you who don't know Anna, which I think is just Carlo and Ventex, Anna is literally like you see those commercials of like the most interesting man in the world. She is the most interesting woman in the world. Yeah, she, she truly, she truly is. She was what? Hmm. She yeah. was in the army, the Swedish. She was. Or... She was the first female special forces person. Yeah. Um. She flew jets at one Ooh. point. She did all sorts of cool things. Um. That and I. Yeah. And, now she does um, and amazing. Now she designs maps for fantasy role playing games. So she's DM'd D and D in a fucking castle. She, she hasn't done virtu- it yet. She flew a virtual plane a to a virtual con. A virtual plane to a con. <laughs> <laughs> so, she was a guest at the Geeks Hideout, so yeah, yes. I, I met her already. Oh, that's right, Carlos. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. She's just an impressive person. Let's hope that it's not all fanfare and she actually does show. But <laughs> honestly, think it'd be funnier now if she doesn't. <laughs> so our our episode today is about we we made it i mean it's only been an hour so i mean if we talk that actually about went faster than i thought pop it was cultural to. milestones for a half hour we can still do a bonus episode um but <laughs> uh so in pop culture there have been many milestones over the years there's been all sorts of things that happened i'm gonna start this off with um i gotta go back to round robin with <laughs> brent what do you consider like what first pops into your head as a milestone in pop culture in you know movies video games books whatever um probably the big one for me is honestly uh dawn of the dead Ooh, explain that that's good yeah they're great um mostly for the significance of um you know casting the first african-american male lead in in a movie oh night of the living dead or night that's right that's what i meant yeah. He knew what he was talking about. It's okay. Yeah. I agree. And it's a movie that a lot of people think is a lot older than it is because it didn't have to be filmed in black and white. Yeah. But I, I think um, they made the right choice. Yeah. And even George Romero himself said that like he didn't have an agenda for doing it. You know, he, he wasn't you know, being woke. It was just he was the best actor at the time. And so he just cast him, uh, which, you know, is, the- is fairly significant, um, especially because, you know, at the time, there's a lot of pressure not to do that, of just to right. ignore the talent and focus on the skin color, and he he just cast based on on pure talent. And that's the practical <laughs> effects were really good. Yeah, the practical effects of that movie were like like they were they were good by today's standards, let alone the, the standards then. What was it like? It was something like um, lamb shanks covered in chocolate sauce or something like that. Yeah, they used like the real, liver like, they used was the wrong side. What's your favorite line of the movie, Brett? I don't know. Uh, okay. They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like everyone's favorite oh. line. See mine, oh, when he grabs right there. See, mine is when he grabs the guy by the lapels and goes, get off my plane, and then kicks him out the door. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, like, all, all my stuff for me, like, milestone-wise, is mostly anytime someone's able to, like, break through societal barriers. In, in some way so like giant size x-men number one would be another important one for me of being able to you know highlight that uh multinational uh, uh team of, of characters at a time when you know every, traditionally everything was watch how white men save the world and then the, the woman on the team faints well and and on that, like that. line of things brent let's not <laughs> forget star trek's first interracial kiss that was a big one too mm-hmm 
that well, is a good that's... one. Yeah, I was just thinking he's the original Star Trek in general because uh, having a, a, a multiracial crew that were all being treated as equals, uh, mm-hmm. including an alien, was was something very, very different. Star Trek is so awesome. So, yeah, those are my milestones. You just well, let's 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 move on ultra to, leftist. Let's move on to <laughs> Matt with the same question. Well, see here, I I was thinking milestone in a different way, but actually, I can kind of that's work. fine. Well, I can kind of warp mine uh, or or kind of segue mine into it. Um, you don't need to be influenced. Feel free. Oh, no. I mean, I can't, it actually adds more depth than what I was planning to say. So um, one of the biggest milestones I think that I've been around, like been around for, or at least witnessed in, in things that I am really involved in was the 25th anniversary of Magic the Gathering. Because um, that was like right when I started playing. Um, and, you know, for a card game that started out, literally as a way for Richard Garfield to finance a different card game that he wanted to pl- that he wanted to make uh, the fact that it's been around since 1993 and has gone through several uh, dips in player base and in popularity um, has been you know very impressive and to me personally it's been a, a great way the game has been a great way for me to connect with people um, and during the pandemic uh, just being able to, go on discord and play with folks over webcam or having the digital clients there, um, you know, is, has been fantastic. Um, But I can make this a little bit more actually meaningful uh, jumping off of what Brent said, because I know that there are, I know of at least um, several uh, magic cards that they have, they uh, had the first confirmed transgender card in uh, cons of Tarkir. I think Alesha who smiles with uh, who smiles at death. And then there's, um, Oh, the, the four color. Nico Aris, I think. Oh, Nico Aris is confirmed non-binary. Um, uh, is it Kiranos? Hang on. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's what? a four color commander. That's a, uh, they're a gay couple and it's just, they have really ramped up, especially since that 25th anniversary of of being more representative of their player base. So um, I think that they have, you know, d- despite what we've heard from other companies, I think that they're actually wizards is stepping in, is moving in the right direction and making sure that representation ha- is being um, shown in their products for their entire fan base. And, you know, from a personal perspective, it's been really uh a good outlet in these past few years too. I'm going to feel so bad when I share mine. Well, I, like I said, it, it didn't, it wasn't going that way, but I'm like, Hey, you know what? I can make it go that way. Uh, we'll move on to um, Sly. What do you consider a milestone in pop culture? A milestone in the pop culture. Um, that'd be Jurassic Park. Ooh, because yeah. Because way back before Jurassic Park, movie effects weren't um, weren't as good. But when I when Jurassic Park first came out, and I was a kid, and I loved dinosaurs as a kid. Oh, yeah, Some we're having some international connectivity issues. Come real in the future. Oh man, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Hello. Kind of. Your video. I think there's frozen, a typhoon going through. Can you guys hear me? Right Not very well. There we go. Yeah, I think it's a typhoon. 
You're back. Oh, well. Yeah, there's a typhoon oh, well. going through um, the yep. Philippines. Um, yeah, that's what's causing the connectivity issues because even our cable service is uh, acting up. <laughs> but anyway, um, yes, Jurassic Park, um, one of the best movies I saw as a kid. Before Jurassic Park, um, VFX weren't as good, especially for monster movies or dinosaur movies, but this changed everything. It was a game changer that had an actual T-Rex. It made you uh, see how large Brachiosaurus was. Um, and then the Raptors, and they were a really iconic um, movie monsters now. So yes, that would be a milestone in my uh, book, Jurassic Park. Did you guys see the movies that made us where they went the behind the scenes for Jurassic Park? I haven't watched that one yet. It was it was really interesting. So they were going to do just the like practical effects for it, and like they were trying to build. A, a t-rex cracked and they and they did for certain scenes but um one of the one of the uh graphics engineers was like no i i can build that on a computer and make it look real and they were like no you can't don't waste the time and he was like fuck you guys i'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> and then he did and they were so <laughs> impressed with it it completely changed the way that we do like computer you know generated graphics for movies now it was it was really funny and they interviewed the guy and he 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 definitely seems like the guy that'd be like fuck you i'm gonna do it anyway because even now he's like fuck you i'm gonna do what i want so it's really he's a really interesting person (laughs) i actually am aware of that because when he so they were originally going to do them with stop motion animation like that was Mm -hmm. how things were done and Mm -hmm. because it was considered impossible and he not only did a demo, but he did it at home. Yeah. On his own time, yeah. Yeah. On his own Ooh, time. Nice. He's like, nope, I'm going to make it. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And so then within the production of the movie, uh, they changed the stop motion puppets into being, um, basically, they called them dinosaur input devices or DIDs. They made a stop motion armature with stepper motors on it. And so the animators could animate this input device, and that translated to the animation for the computer, because that was the easiest and fastest way to do it at that time. That's so when it's they were so trying cool. to map movement oh, for nice. Jurassic Park, they had um, I'm going to get this a little wrong, but the they had the the developers running around pretending to be raptors, like jumping over logs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and raptors. Yeah. And one of them tripped and like broke his arm. Oh, guys, I have, a, I, have a fun, <laughs> I have a fun fact to tell you about the raptors of Jurassic Park. Okay, Do you know how ahead. they got that? You know how they got that barking sound for the raptors? No. Like when they go like, arr, arr. That, that sound? That sound is the sound of tortoises having sex. That's the sound they use for the raptors oh, in wow. Jurassic Park. <laughs> Follow-up yes. question. Why? I because don't it know. Well, I mean, the, 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 one of the big problems with the T-Rex uh, animatronic, too, was when it got wet, it got un- unwieldy. Really and it grabbed one guy and picked him up and shook him by the shoulder. So get off my plane! And throw it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know someone listening is gonna look, open up their Google. <laughs> and just be like, "This wasn't in Jurassic Park." Right? What a, I don't remember this part at all. What directors the, yeah, like you oh. asked the question, "Why did they use turtles mating?" Um, the reason why is because Foley artists have huge libraries of sound because He's not wrong. that's how they do their jobs. They do all sorts of sampling and collecting of all sorts of sounds. They went through their sounds and that one worked. The director, the producer, whatever went. That well, sounds when they, good. When that they were sampling that. that sound with the rafters, a 
janitor leaned inside. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that would help. And then he put it with the raffle. He goes, oh, yeah, that works. Yeah. I guess, so I guess my, I'm less concerned, you know, obviously, if you just have a library of effects and you go and it's like, no, no, no. Oh, that one sounds good. Why did they get a microphone? Why they get microphone close to turtle fucking? Because they because the <laughs> they we're going to use this in a dinosaur movie. I want to be just really jokey about this. I want to be really jokey about this, but they had heard the sound before okay. in some context and went, let's record that because that'll work for a good effect. I'm sure that's what it was. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure it wasn't just like, I wonder what we're going to use. And then they heard turtles fucking in the next room. I want to make a correction, guys. Okay. <laughs> use that. Turtles, it's tortoises. Okay. Tortoises. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, so it's about Leonardo. Get it, get it right. We need sounds for these raptors. We need to get on a plane to the Galapagos <laughs> now. Also, how did they get all the cowabungas out of the turtle fucking? Oh my god! <laughs> In the extended director's cut, you when a raptor's about to jump, is jumping over. The the counter in the kitchen. Yeah, right before it lands on the ground, it goes Calabunga, and they were like, "Shit, we can't do that take." <laughs> well, there is one scene where you can kind of see Master Splinter in the background. Just, is he uh, reaching past the door, pushing the the, the tail of the? Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there there is a shot is in the movie where you can see uh, in the yeah. extra dimensional portal. Oh man. Uh, Master Splinter. They better Master not ask us about uh, renewing the warranty on our automobile this time. Uh, uh, Master Splinter was there. Was there a jump pumper? <laughs> I, I think she'll probably have audio eventually. She doesn't yet. She's trying. If to I can it hold there on, let me go. Go. There we is. So oh, perfect. Yeah, I was trying to see a cartographer. Yeah. Sorry for being late. We had a fantasy mappy show, so I'm sorry we were uh, late. Hey, uh, Anna, I have to congratulate you. You won. Uh, what's nerdy with you? Even though you weren't here. Oh. <laughs> Because okay. you always win. <laughs> because you always Sorry. win. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I will. I will throw a monkey wrench in to ask Ada real quick. What was nerdy with you at the last few? Because I'm curious which event actually won the competition. That's hard. I've I've played with um, um, Ed Greenwood, Eric Mona, and um, I've been today had a chat with Stephen Chenault and and Chuck Cobo and and like Troll Lords and Frog Road games and and stuff like that. But I think to have a discussion about secret societies in Greyhawk and Forgotten Realms with Ed Greenwood is probably the coolest, most fun I've done in a couple of weeks. The last See, few weeks. Anna won. And yeah, that is yeah, why. Yeah, that's Anna fair. Wins. Anna won. Anna won. You yeah. were all correct. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but that was so much fun. Yeah. Um, Anna, you, you truly are the most interesting woman in the world. Truly. Uh-oh. Agreed. <laughs> Thank you. So we are continuing to talk about what we think are the um, milestones in pop culture. I'm not going to call on Anna because she just showed up and probably needs some time to think about it. So we will move on to Ventex. Uh, for me, it's mostly been about Disney in regards to Marvel, which is really awesome to see. I never thought that I live in a time and age where we'd have so many Marvel movies. And I'm just thankful <laughs> that I was able to grow up with all these amazing actors playing these amazing characters and just crushing it. Like their casting is out of this world. And I'm really excited as well because I heard that uh, Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil in the Netflix series, is actually playing him for the Marvel Universe. So oh, he's he going to be playing amazing him on the big screen. As Daredevil. Yeah. 
And I'm hoping that Kingpin follows suit because he was really good in that as well in both the There's talks that he is definitely going to be the Wilson Fisk. And then also, uh, not only the Marvel, but also uh, they've been doing a lot more kind of uh, diversity with their Disney movies, such as their animated movies. Uh, The biggest one for me has been Coco. And I just can't hear that last scene where he's singing Remember Me to his abuela without kind of tearing up. It just gets oh me. Oh my every god, time. I cry every fucking that time. That scene gets me every, every time. Every, every time, time I watch Coco, yeah. 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 I can't even think. If I start thinking about it, I'll start to cry. So I'm already starting to tear up. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> oh. I think there's a really good I think you bring up a really good point, uh, Vintex, because I think we take it for granted now, right? Like Iron Man and all the you know, all the Marvel movies. Like now we're just like yeah, duh, that's what's happening. But there was a time where there was no real money put behind superhero movies and there was no like real work done to the script. It was just like, we want to keep this, you know, the be, rights be- to this. So we're just going to put out some sort of <clears throat> Fantastic Four bullshit, you know, kind of just to keep the everything going. And now like, it, they get it. We're those kids that read those comics have money now as adults. And they're like, <laughs> we got to cash in on this. <laughs> so you mean, you mean you're not a fan of Lou Ferrigno as Hulk? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, I am. I watched that show when I was a kid. <laughs> I was about to say, speaking of speaking of comic nerds with money, looking over at you, Odin. <laughs> what? <laughs> don't have money? That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 speaking point. of nerds with crafting ability. Yeah, that's why he you're makes everything out of foam. He doesn't have any money. <laughs> your subscriber account on YouTube says otherwise, Odin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, my, my my bank account doesn't seem to agree with your uh, expectations. <laughs> I I I imagine that Odin's overhead is very high. Oh, it's probably it's probably ridiculous. It's probably very ridiculous yeah. because he gotta, puts out a very well produced show. You money to make money. Thank you. Yes, I just see him like, oh, I got all. Oh man, all this money came in. That's so great. We got two pallets of. Uh, foam matting here for an Odin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, a welding rig. And, yep. God knows what. So, so my the most exciting thing for me coming up as far as spending too much money on something silly. Um, California is now deemed uh, gallon-sized containers of contact cement as being unsellable. It oh, is a, uh, a toxic amount or or or, or some <sighs> damn thing. Damn so it. when I That's when so I do cool. run out, I get to drive to Reno so I can resupply with chemicals because <laughs> it's not oh, illegal God. to have them. It's nice. only illegal to sell them. What idiot, what idiot <laughs> drank the gallon? <laughs> from the gallon container? Someone I who's no longer what it was. No, someone who's no longer with us. <laughs> And half a gallon will probably kill you anyway. So <laughs> yeah, probably. I remember, and then he uh, said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> I remember a time me and my dad, um, he we, we wanted to make like custom like 40k like stuff, and he was talking about this material that was like, perfect for making 40k buildings. And he's like, "Too bad we can't use it anymore." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "It's not allowed in California." I was like, "What the fuck?" I guess people were using it in buildings, and it's not safe for earthquakes. So California was like, "Just ban it all." Yeah, oh. that's what California does. One little that's issue, and they overstep thing. like crazy. No, they can't. They can't just be like, just don't put it in buildings. They have to be like, you can't have it at all. Thanks, guys. I was very. Uh, it was very interesting growing up mostly in California, and the things that I thought like just didn't exist in the U.S. to to move to Ohio and go, oh, 
oh, everybody owns a gun? That's a yeah. thing. <laughs> right. Like, because that's not a thing in California. I was like, what do you mean you own a gun? That doesn't make any. That's just one example. I have a lot of them. Just like the cultural difference between the two. I'm like, California really is like a, it's like its own country sometimes. <laughs> My biggest culture shock was growing up in California and then going to a gun show in Texas. That <laughs> that had to be my biggest culture shock. Now that's Watching a gun show. Trading guns from the trunks of cars in the parking lot was pretty incredible to witness. Um, I Okay, so we are on to Odin, who is muted. I think he has train. a train. I think there's a train going. There was there was a train rolling. Train and bro. How do you do that on your show? Actually, um, what I was thinking about as far as a cultural milestone is as another Steven Spielberg movie. Uh, and one that uh, spawns something that everybody still, or at least pre-pandemic, everybody still used the term for, and that is a, a blockbuster movie. Um, 1975 Jaws. Jaws yeah. yeah, was was the first uh, recognized yeah. or or thought about uh, blockbuster. There there were movies that had long lines before 2001 and, and such had long lines, but Jaws is the one that's given the credit for having many many theaters where people were literally lined up around the block to go and see the showing because there was only one screen in, in a lot of the theaters and you you just you waited right. It's a totally different way that way that worked. Um, and then I just really, really enjoy the movie. Um, I, I, I apologize that I'm not picking one that has any sort of uh, cultural diversity significance. Odin, Odin but, you uh... picked mine. You picked the one I was going to do. FYI. Now you got to get creative, Brian. The fact that it created the summer, summer blockbuster, I think, is a milestone. It's because a milestone. We didn't have those before. No. Um, hey, Anthony, it's on Hulu. Go watch it. We'll wait. Yeah, I, I, I put yeah. in the chat that I still, okay, I'm 32 years old and I still haven't seen You right. don't watch any movie, like any movies. I'm, I'm bad. I know. Well, I'm 42 yeah. years old and I still haven't seen The Godfather or Tombstone, so. I haven't seen Tombstone either. That movie where they say, this town ain't big enough for the two. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, you've got Mikey fired up. First of all, Brian, go watch Tombstone. Anthony, yes. you need to get back down here because I found my DVD of Tombstone. Yeah. And I, I liked uh, Doc Holliday in Tombstone. I love that. Val Kilmer did. He, he fell was, into yeah. the role. So good. It was, the, it was a great movie. I'm your Huckleberry. I, I say that to my kids all the time when oh, they yeah. like tick me off. I'm like, I'm your Huckleberry. And they're like, Mom, we have no idea what that means. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. Hey, I don't know what that means. So that's I found... <laughs> My boss, I found out that's one of his favorite movies too. So I got him a shirt that has Doc Holliday's mustache on it and says, Not me, I'm in my prime. Inside joke. Love it. Uh, oh, did I did I tell you guys the thing that I started at my house like a month ago out of nowhere? Robotech? Was it a fire? No, that was today. No, so, oh, yeah. so Rowan was trying to get my attention and she goes, Mama 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 and she yelled one more time and it went Ooh. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's awesome so, so now whenever she yells for me she is mama <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome that's oh, great that's <laughs> oh that's beautiful that's real beautiful all right mikey that's uh it's your turn it's my turn Mm -hmm. Well, for me, for cultural milestones, 
I would have to say the success of Critical Role because before, Ooh, yeah, good one. Bef- before good answer, good before answer. I actually found Critical Role, I think I had never seen anything for D and D be close to mainstream outside of being made fun of or being told that it's of the devil and that you're going to be doing blood sacrifices in three weeks. But the Tom Hanks movie was great. it was good just the just the idea that popularized streaming games is yeah and it's uh, yeah not even just Dungeons dreams but the fact that stream uh live streaming of games as a as a cultural becoming more of a cultural norm now and for some people a job yeah whereas if you told somebody this maybe 11 years ago that that people would be making money doing it that way they they would call you insane um, I know. I know. My Fridays and Saturday nights are spent with my entire family on the couch watching Vintex play games. Like without fail, what are we doing Friday night? Pizza, beer, watching Vintex play games, and it's all of us. It's Amelia. It's Rowan. Rowan. It's so <laughs> funny. She gets mad like during the week. It's it's really funny. Um, because it'll be like Tuesday night, and I'll be sitting on the couch, and she'll come up. She'll be like, "Why aren't we watching Vintex?" <laughs> <laughs> i'll be like he's not streaming honey she goes but why can't you ask him to <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's really adorable i mean you could but when- yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like an on-demand service so <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god that'd be great that'd be great just, just call your favorite streaming streamer on demand. Be like yep. hey uh you need to get on right now <laughs> And she, right now um we want to watch <laughs> yep <laughs> and she loves loves watching him play specifically phasmophobia like he'll be playing like something else and and streaming it and she'll be like why isn't he getting the ghost but but the ghost he's supposed to catch the ghosts <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna start getting random text messages. I'm gonna need you to stop and go to the other game. <laughs> you guys, see on the stream, his head turns aside. He goes, "What the hell, guys?" We and need, I got a super chat, do. America, for <laughs> oh, right. it's like we're changing games. <laughs> America has just gifted 500 subs. So <laughs> switching games tonight. Switching games, guys. We need to we need to do a phasmophobia stream thing. That would be so cool. That's all you, dude. Yeah, have fun with that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, Anthony, all you got to do is whenever Ventex is streaming, you know, jump on and watch. He does viewer games all the time. You can play with him. Okay. I'll take I'll you think through the ropes. I've never played. <laughs> I've never played I need to set up my me. base stations for my Vive so I can play it in VR. Just don't hide with me. Hide somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Stonewood always gets you killed, and it's so funny every time. I think that's... Oh, go ahead, Anthony. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think the funniest thing I heard about streaming was, like, the, the story of this dad goes son. Why are you watching someone else play video games? Why aren't you just playing them? And the kid turns to his dad's like, well, why do you watch grown men play football? Why don't you just go play football? And he's like... <laughs> God damn, that was a good fucking point. Yep. Exactly. Oh, and I it it's really funny because speaking of Stonewood, uh, which is one of the mods, and I'm sure one of Vintex's real life friends. Um, at least that's the way it appears to be. But David, he sounds just like you. I don't even have to be looking (laughs) at the TV. (laughs) They'll be playing, and I'll hear Stonewood and be like, oh. Oh, it's it's Stonewood. Sounds just like David. I don't even have to look at the TV anymore. I know both of their voices so well. It's so funny. That's funny. 
Sorry, I got us way off topic. My apologies. That's well, okay. No, no, that's <laughs> perfectly do. fine. Yeah, we're we're allowed to take left turns like that. All right, Anna. Uh, uh what are you? Uh, it's, it's your turn for the question. Uh, what okay. do you think is a great milestone in pop culture? I think we are just getting to one because Critical Role was stolen. That was the first one I'm thinking, but but we are at one right now that most people haven't even realized is happening right now. And and anyone seen ads for the Matrix lately? Oh, I can't wait. That looks yes. so good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And meaning we yeah. are in a paradigm shift where you can actually not only watch a movie, you can play in it. <laughs> and that I think is coming. Game engines are coming of age where they can deliver photoreal graphics on a PC or, or or some digital device that you can online or something you can look at. You can <clears throat> watch a movie from whatever perspective you want. You can interact with it and stuff. That is, I think, a paradigm shift. That's so cool. Yeah, and, and we are living that. through it right now. So we haven't seen the consequences of it, but that, <laughs> that is a new medium, so to speak, where you can mm-hmm. have photoreal interactive with with actors and, and, and stuff like you are actually in the movie. Yeah. Well, so it's, 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 it's taking baby steps now. It won't gain a lot of... Uh, yeah. It yeah. won't gain a lot of uh, traction until the porn industry gets a hold of it. Then it'll yeah, go but, forever. Yeah, that's but, what, but that's, that's <laughs> what happens yeah, we, with we, every type of media. Yeah, right. we can see the, the movie uh, media and, and video games can converge to oh, yeah. some degree and, and, and become one artistic form of, of entertainment, so to speak. And I think that that's, we've seen the first real step in that direction. The idea has been around forever, I guess, but now we can see the first real technical possibilities of that. Happen and and hopefully it's good or like Betamax the porn industry well, will it, kill it. It's, it yeah but it, I've seen a lot of cool stuff. One or the other that ties into this is that I saw Nvidia had done with a bunch of researchers. They've taken they used GTI five um, the one a racing game that you actually you drive through the streets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what they've done was that they took they filmed a bunch of of, of street views from like hours of, of driving around the cars in different countries. <clears throat> and then they fed that to an AI and they took the data from the game engine it looks absolutely real. You can make the, oh, wow. the street looks like California. You can make it look like, oh. like Germany or, or something with him. But when, when you, you could drive in real time and it looks like, like you took a 4K camera and, and, and put it on the car and, and in front of you, it's, it looks real. That's crazy. It, 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 it's not a game engine. It looks absolutely real. Well, yeah, so when, their, uh, their yeah. ray tracing technology has gone yeah. insane. Yeah, so, and I, you, exactly. You take ray tracing, you take game engines and AI, and you match it in together, and you can do some real real magic, so to speak. And 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 I think that's going to change how we can interact with, with games and, 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 and films and stuff. We can see semi-scripted content that can actually branch out depending on how you do it in 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 real super resolution and all that look looking absolutely photoreal in in a few years we can actually do it today that it looks good enough on on a 30 inch screen in 10 years it will be good enough on on a movie screen it will be 16k if need be so so it's it's kind of that is really exciting i agree cut down so tremendously on render times for digital yeah it's just gonna be they're gonna be almost do everything in real time it's Mm -hmm. gonna change yep direction mm-hmm. and these kind of things animators yep. will become obsolete in in some degrees yes mm-hmm. they, 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 to, to a lot of the time they they will feed in 
raw material for, for AI and for the tools. Not They don't have to sit and produce the end content, so to speak. Anyone well, can I do think, it. I think there'll still be room for animators because, okay, so we do have like some really good like um, CGI technology, but you still see animated movies. And I think because people still want certain stylized oh, yeah, in the mm-hmm. movies because of the art. Yeah, right. like even, mm-hmm. So like example, video game technology is insane right now. And like the way video games look is pretty crazy. Right? But you still see some video games that don't use like the top end graphics, mm-hmm. even though anyone really who's making a game has access to unreal engine like it's not hard to get unreal um but you still see people who do polygon and things like that and animation stuff because they're going for a certain style a certain artistic Mm -hmm. vision so even in the future with like these advancements and let's say we do get the like the top end like photorealistic everything you see in a movie or a game or whatever is it looks in like you can't separate it from reality i think you'll still have animators because that art form will still be Oh, yeah, def- there you're absolutely right. Some people will love to, to look, and I think there will be a retro trend, just like some people now go back to, to, to 8-bit graphics from, from, look at Minecraft, that is one of the biggest successes in video game history the last decade, and they, they look like something that could be made 30 years ago. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, it's kind of, so simplicity definitely has a home, so to speak. And the interesting thing, you can do the whole spectrum from super realism to, to something that looks cartoony or very stylish and 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 i saw one game that looked like old japanese art from the 19th century that was simply mind-blowing cool so to speak but it looks like someone just animated it's a scrolling game that looked like something that was made 200 years ago and 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 you can do all sorts of cool stuff so so but i I think yeah i've got a soft spot in my heart for traditional animation watching you know wacko's wish today I mean, I was watching it and I was like, oh, I love this, you know, in in Amelia, you know, she's like, you know, I love that she loves it, too, that 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 old animation, like she's not like completely spoiled with, you know, CG stuff the way that Rowan is, because you put on like old animation, like I tried to put on like old Disney movies for Rowan and she's like, nah, I want to watch Frozen. You know, like, like it's it's not her cup of tea. She needs um, to let it go. <laughs> yeah, I yes, think my, that would be nice. Yeah, I think my um, problem is that I'm, I'm mid fifties, meaning I'm so old that I've seen that when I grew up, everything looked crappy and 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 simple and and whatnot. Now I'm I'm blown away by how cool technology is. If if I were 25 years old, cool technology is old, meaning it's everywhere. There's nothing new with that. So 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 I guess I'm 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 old enough to be blown away by technology. Young people are like, oh technology can deliver anything. So oh yeah Amelia's like can't you just look it up on your phone? Yeah. Or like like she yep. got her phone taken away uh yep. for for I'm not allowed to say because she's embarrassed. So and just in case she listens to this, which she always does. Um, but she got her phone taken away and you would have thought it was the end of the world. Cause she's like, like she goes, mom, where, where's my essay that I wrote? And I was like, well, where'd you leave it? Well, I left it on the couch. Um, Cause I'm, I took away her laptop too. So she had to actually write her essay by hand, which that was Uh-oh. a whole dr- dramatic thing as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um but she's like, I left it on the couch and I'm like, we'll call your dad and ask him where he put it. And she goes, but I don't have my phone. I'm like, <laughs> I have a cell phone right here. You can go, mom, can I borrow your phone to call dad? Like the fact that you don't have your own device does not mean you cannot communicate with other human beings. 
it's just very interesting. But I do have to say the the one animation that Rowan loves, even though it's not a CG, um, is Ghibli movies, Studio Ghibli movies. I can get her to sit down and watch them. And she loves out of, it's so funny, The Cat Returns. Out of all of the Studio Ghibli movies, it is not the best one. It's not the worst one, but that's her favorite. And she'll just keep watching it over and over. So, you know. Something to be said for that. But tangent over, David, what's Mm. your pick? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I had some, but they were all taken already. (laughs) So I'm trying to think of something else. And it's difficult. I'm really surprised nobody's taken mine yet. So Uh, by all means, please go for it. Say, David, if you don't got one, I also. I I hope no one steals mine. Erica, go ahead. Please (laughs) suck. Uh, mine was the dark crystal. Um, I really thought that that pra- the practical puppet effects, the fantasy world, like there had never been anything done like it before that I'm aware of. I mean, I don't know everything ever done, but I remember seeing it as a kid and I was just completely blown away with it because it wasn't animation. It wasn't people acting. It was like, its own world like he Jim Henson had created like his own world and I I just loved it so for me for me it was the dark crystal oh you got to give Brian Froud some credit there too uh, yes Brian Froud as well of course I got one I I, that, you, you you brought one to me for me um a, a milestone we've experienced the last year uh, the movie Toy Story, the first uh, completely 3D animated uh, yeah. film. Yeah. Changed, yep. changed animation forever mm-hmm. after that yep. movie. It was actually yep. a damn good movie. Too. It's a good movie yes. and all the humans yep. look like they were stung by bees. Yes. All, all of the children are Andy. Yeah. 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 yeah they're just yeah. Like palette swaps of Andy. That's right. I remember seeing yep. that not too long ago. All right. I have one more afterwards, <laughs> but I'll let everyone else go first. Yeah. All good. right, Anthony. Yeah. It's it's you. Okay, my answer is NFTs. No, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, we were about to have some. Get out. I'm joking. My son is saying bye bye. Bye bye. NFTs are dumb as shit. Um, no. Uh, actually, Brent gave me gave me inspiration for one. So I have one that I'm seeing happening now, currently. So I am a big 40k fan, and 40k has had the standing problem for a very of uh, there's a lot of Nazis and white supremacists in 40k. Like a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of racist people really. Um, and they've been pretty silent on it for a long. Time. kind of just been like not really saying much about it well and i don't so, think they want to alienate a large portion of their player but, right. <laughs> <laughs> but gw starting last year but really big time this year have taken some hardcore yep. stands against mm-hmm. it they've been flat out just calling those people out just openly yep. like we don't want you in our hobby if you're gonna if you're gonna think like this if you're gonna be this if you're gonna be this type of person we want you out you don't belong um our game is meant to show you the failings of fascism and you you the fact that you're like oh yeah i want to do that is showing that you're you're not intelligent enough to get the joke yeah kudos to them i read that that open letter they sent out that was really that was well worded and and i think it was good it was great right and so uh and and i mean and this isn't just gw uh, there's a lot of other companies that are doing it now you could make the argument that these companies are doing this for money reasons you know like they're they're making their um 
the, you know, their LGBT month stand like, oh, we're we're changing the our boxes to rainbow for this thing, or or we're changing the background of our thing to Black Lives Matter, blah blah blah. But okay, yes, there's money behind all of those decisions, but the fact that they're making them still counts for something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, my 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 thing of it is this: is companies are going to do what makes them the most money, and I think it's a good thing that right now the thing that makes them the most money is to be against hate. And so that the fact that being anti being against hateful groups and hateful ideologies, I think is showing a really positive cultural trend in society as a whole, because it's showing that we as a society do not see these things as good. And the the companies are seeing this and are like, okay, it's not cost effective for us to continue to put to um to be okay with this so anthony there's a couple things on that and and i agree that it's a really uh good thing um for somebody that works in marketing for a company there's a lot of things that get talked about and decisions that get made one of the biggest things right now is accountability companies are being held accountable for specifically these types of things and it's something that is to your point, changing the narrative. Um, The other thing that taking into account for this type of thing is that they are prepping their future viability based on the cultural standings of the next generation. So that's Gen Z right right now. Right. So it's, it's, it's twofold. It's good, no matter what, however you look at it, whatever the reasoning is behind it. But those are two very, very big things right now that, I mean, even where Carlo and I work, or, you know, we, we pay attention to what's going out there and what our perception is and where we, you know, draw our lines in the sand. And Um, we've, change some of our relationships with some of our uh, channels and our vendors due to these types of things. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely a real thing. Right. But yeah, that was, that was a big one. I saw, I, I saw ma- massively in, in GW. That was a really big one I saw because uh, they had been spending a long time trying to be um, quote unquote um, um, political neutral. And uh, they, they finally were like, um, we can't be neutral anymore. And I thought that was a good thing. Speaking of a cultural milestone and accountability, Brent has a big one to share. Yeah, Brent. Uh, yeah. Well, so and Bacon is very excited for it as well. Yeah. The very first gaming company to unionize uh, in uh, in light of awful working conditions that uh, and uh, toxic work environments that uh, people were holding accountable, accountable, uh, Paizo unionized. Hell yeah, brother! Yep, based the Paizo so cool. Workers United, I think. Yep. Yes. Yep. Not, not to not to take take the levity out of the conversation, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, <laughs> I just realized that Ventex has a cat named Cheeseburger and you have a cat named Bacon. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Bacon Cheeseburger. Bacon Cheeseburger. Now I'm hungry. That's so that's so cool though, Brent. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, okay. well, welcome to the club, bro. Yeah. So yeah. what I need to do is get rid of all my fifth edition D&D stuff. We're going over to Pathfinder now. I'll take uh, it. Yeah, uh, well, that's a whole 
separate conversation uh but yes uh, but other <laughs> uh, but, no, but like it's uh I, I think there's whispers of uh some folks within uh wizards possibly looking at it some other companies as well um That's and good shit what, what, what yeah. was um really great about the uh the paizo unionization is not only was it supported by all the workers uh but all of the freelance writers uh went on strike in solidarity and uh there was even uh some discussions uh oh gosh Anna, don't mention my name to eric mona uh in the organized <laughs> like uh I'm... volunteers um as well yeah but it, it's good and and we have to i think it was actually good on all sides because the mm -hmm. paiso actually volunteered to recognize the union there was no no conflict there so to speak so so i, I think it was from they they realized that the damage that would have caused not doing it so to speak oh, yeah. so, so it was yeah. it, but it we have to i think it was it was a, a campaign that was fantastically well organized and mm -hmm. and for a really good cause and 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 the paiso so management and stuff realized that and 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 yeah. since they're smart people they they realized that they, they will, their cause was lost. They had to to acknowledge it. So yeah, yeah, and it was great to see the uh, again the the organized play volunteers, the freelancers, and yeah. the players all rally and yep. support. Yep. Hell yeah, yeah. So so that was that. I think that was a, a, a perfect example of how it's supposed to be done, so to speak. All right, Brian, it's your turn. All right, so I oh. Darn, we're out of time. That's you know, no. to quote oh. a very famous person on this podcast, Kirstie's for Erica. I'm going to say, fuck you, Erica. I'm going anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, but Brian, she's right. We are actually running out of time. <laughs> well, you know, I could just, instead of sharing my thing, share what you really do for a living. <laughs> God damn it, Brian. Look. <laughs> I only have so many favors I could burn to stop them from killing you. So, <laughs> David, David's real job, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying that, is um, he so actually this is a got cultural involved milestone? in a legal conflict yes. with 3M because he's actually oh. the person who invented the post-it <laughs> with his friend, it, with his friends, Romy and Michelle. <laughs> I've heard the legend that that according to the post-it and stuff that they were supposed to to invent a, a super glue and it kind of didn't work. Is that actually true? Yes, I, it was I've a botched. Uh, it was a botched uh, design. We uh, we were trying to go for something much stronger and not being very strong at all. It it stuck, but not as much as we wanted it to. <laughs> okay, so it is true. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, wait. I mean, what? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, so for my cultural milestone, I, um, I'm going to say the invention of the MP3 in, um, yeah. 1991, because we would not be able to do this podcast without Oh, that. how did none of us say that? that? That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Um, the, yeah. you know, it led to the iPod, which led to the iPhone. It just steamrolled. I know it started off really great and ended very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Yep>. <laughs> I really like my new Pixel 6 Pro. <laughs> I, I love my Pixel 5. I'm thinking about getting a 6 Pro, but... It's uh, nice. I, I, I really like it. So we're going to yeah. do plugs because we have to. Yes. Um, because mm -hmm. all of these amazing guests were gracious to be into this crazy episode. All right. Um, Battle Royale, last one standing, wins their plug. So we're going to go quick. <laughs> we're going to go as quick as possible. We'll go. We'll go. We'll do one line plugs. Brent, you go first. 
Uh, Paizo.com, uh, Bounty 15, Treasure Off the Coast. Awesome. Matt? Not for me, but for an art streamer that I uh, moderate for. It's twitch.tv slash dasnomo, D-A-S-G-N-O-M-O. Awesome. Sly? On Sly is promoting the Portable Podcast Geeks Internet Service. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Converge. I Converge. I will do it for Sly because of the communication problem. Sly is on. um, Oh God! Can he do it? Can he do it? Can I remember? It's it's combinations of word Geek Podcast Radio and online. It's Geek Hideout. Geek Hideout Radio Online. Uh, yes yes and you can find that you can find that on Got facebook you. very easily um also on youtube um ventex you're up hey there ventex here check me out on youtube if you like horror games and also i do some variety and if you have any research or information on voodoo you'd like to share with me you can also find my discord there because i am still researching because i want to do it justice and that is ventex with two t's odin well, I'm Odin Abbott. Uh, you can find me on YouTube with my YouTube channel called Odin Makes. I also have a, uh, a Facebook group called Odin's Makers and a Reddit thread called Our Odin Makes. And then Anna. Okay, yeah, you can find me on AnnaBMeyer.com. I do fantasy mapping for a living, and I map Greyhawk, Midgard, and, and a bunch of the settings and stuff like that. So, yep. Awesome. We have three minutes left for me to say, <laughs> this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. We are on episode 200. Holy crap. We had a combination of 11 people on. At one time or another. Yeah. Uh, Michael, it's wonderful to see you. I'm glad you could actually join us. It, it, it was so cool. It was so hard to get through that portal, man. Are you guys, are you guys clearing the cache? I mean... Um, uh, Amelia borrowed it again, and I still haven't got all the chocolate out of the wiring. Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was really hard to get. It was really hard to clean. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I don't do the manual or... work. I just do the planning and the spending of money. So sorry. Well, I, I'm at That's least. I, look, despite all that, I'm sure you guys have been really good about cleaning out the filters for the. No, you need to do I'm that sure before you great. leave. You need to do that before you leave. When so was the last time you guys cleaned been, it? I never have. <laughs> this has been Super <laughs> oh, no. Brian with Nerd Podcast Radio. I am joined by a whole bunch of people who are going to yell. <laughs> Bye. 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 I will not Stay yell. It, it, uh, Mikey, you invented the phrase, so oh, yes. you you wrap us up with your your famous catchphrase. With the famous catchphrase, the one you want me to do, the one that you you think I'd be great at doing, the one that he's trying to remember furiously. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I remember it. <laughs> remember it? Don't you dare do that to me. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to get Brian to say to say something. Oh, you he's know, muted. He can't. I care. So, I, shut the fuck up, Mikey, and say it. Oh, there it goes. There's the release. <laughs> no, guys, two, episode 200. This is He's awesome, been and I'm glad I could be here. entire time. He needed that to finish. So, uh, as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Awesome. Stay, stay awesome. awesome. Stay awesome. Say goodbye, Anthony. Brian, cut him off. Goodbye.